Heavenly Father, we lay to rest the 2021-2022 girls' high school hockey season in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. You've never been to a Catholic funeral, have you? I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then you should know that uh, it's the congregation's job to shut up while Amazing Grace is playing on the bagpipes. All right. I'm Stop kind of, waving I'm kind your of hands, making me turn thou, it down. I'm on how great thou thou art, guy. Myself. No, you got to level up your funeral music. Once the bags, once the bagpipes start playing. No, give me a singer over oh bagpipes any day. When, when my grandmother died, dear sweet Grammy, uh, she was incredibly Scottish. Very proud of her Scottish heritage. So my whole family wore our Scottish clan's tartan. Did you? And we all we wore our Kirkin of the tartan. And they played Scotland the Brave on bagpipes. What was the last name on that tartan? The Scottish Macoon. Macoon, huh? Yeah. I spell that. Uh, M-A-C and then capital C-O-O-N. Oh, cool. Yeah. And whenever I would say Macoon, my mom would be like, no, it's Macoon. Really? My wife, uh, she's Scottish. And her Scottish name is was, was McBean. But when they got to Ellis Island, they changed it to Dean. What? You ever, you ever think about what? Isn't that weird? You ever think about what jerk balls the people at Ellis Island were like? The let's, let's, let's take let's that take a work. name. Let's take a name that's perfectly pronounceable. Yeah, and let's just make it something different, just to mess with just somebody cause. coming over. Just because. Uh, in any case, we are here at the funeral of the 2021-2022 girls' high school season. Lots to celebrate, though. There is a lot to celebrate. Celebration of life. And uh, it cost me 20 smackaroos, but I got to see both state title games, so that was totally worth it. it How was did nice it feel to, be, to pay uh, to get into a hockey game? Honestly, it was fine. I thought it would be more expensive, but it was 20 bucks for the full session. Really? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't bad. You certainly don't have uh, any trouble finding a seat. But it always feels like you walk in early, you find the farthest seat away from everybody possible. Yep. And then right before face-off, all of a sudden somebody shows up with like four kids, and they sit in the same row. Yeah, so now you got to struggle to get in and out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it, was, it was good, though. It was good. I'm glad I went. I'm glad you went, too. Yeah, it was, it was fun. The dinner at Herbie's between games sucked, but other than that. You said it's the worst dinner you've ever had. It was bad. Really? That was really bad. I, I tell me why yours is bad. I can I can top you. I got uh, so I got mushroom bisque, Oof, and in my world, mistake right In there. my world, brisk is at a hockey game at a hockey bi- arena. Bisque. Is, it wasn't an arena. It's it's, the, it's a it's dark ring, wood paneled the, restaurant next attached to, to arena. Yeah. So mushroom bisque. Yeah, stick with the buffalo wings, there, my friend. For one thing, it was Keep chunky. It safe. I've never had a bisque that's had chunks in it. But yeah. I just chalked it up to, you know, mushrooms or something. And then I found what I believe to be a split chicken bone in it. And the bartender saw me pulling it out of my teeth. And she yeah. comes up and she says, oh, my gosh, is there something in your soup? And I said, yeah, I don't know what this is. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a huge deal. Just wanted to let you know there's something in my bowl. And then the manager came over and asked me about it. And I explained again what happened. And then I still got charged for it. No. You're going to charge me for a bowl of soup that I found a broken chicken bone in? <laughs> and then you're going to... Unless gonna... it's broken chicken bone noodle soup. No. You... Oh, my. It was... I thought I was going to choke on bone marrow. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And unfortunately, I also had to watch uh, the NHL Stadium Series game in Nashville. The, at least the player entrance, which included just... It might as well have been the set of Urban Cowboy. Right. And 
And you probably haven't seen that movie. No, I haven't, but the title Urban Cowboy makes me think that it's terrible. Yes. And everything about the pregame in Nashville was terrible. I Don't get me wrong. I love cowboys. I love westerns. I grew up on Mary and Wayne, John mm-hmm. Wayne. And John Wayne and Johnny Cash are my definitions of badass cowboys. Yep. It is not Dustin Lynch or Dirks Bentley or Big and Rich or Florida Georgia Line. You know, if your jeans have more bedazzles on them than Liberace's best costume, you are not a cowboy. All right. Can I tell you my worst dinner story? Was it over this weekend? No. It was uh, over the summer. We were out in Boston on a family vacation, and we went to Little Italy. There's a Little Italy in Boston? I figured the Irish would have driven them all out. No, a Little Italy. It's a nice little area. All these really quaint, beautiful a stretch of Italian restaurants. Mm-hmm. And the one we picked was beautiful. Just architecture in the, in the room was great. A little awning uh, over this park. It was just gorgeous. We sit down, you know, Italian waiters who can barely speak English, you know, and broken English. Like, this is fantastic, right? And we get order our meal. Comes out with a red sauce. I, the only thing about the red sauce that made it sauce was that it was red. I've never. There was no flavor. There was no spice. There was no garlic. There was. Mm. It was just red. It must. It might as well have been red oatmeal because it was flavorless. And every one of us had a red sauce of some sort—a manicotti, a lasagna, or uh-huh. rigatoni, whatever it was. And it was all bad. And we just were looking at each other like, "Can you believe this? We're paying probably seventy-five dollars a plate. Seventy-five dollars. Oh, just plate. expensive. What is wrong bland, with you? Bland. Well, we probably paid three hundred dollars for the for the lunch or whatever the dinner, and it was no flavor, Sheesh. flavorless meal." I could put together a better so red that was sauce the for worst. $75. I could have walked down the street <laughs> and picked out a better rest out, you know. But So that's the worst meal I ever had. Wow. There you go. Do you, do you think that that's in, uh, in I mean, context of— it's a heavy of, tourist area. That's, I mean, that's got to be in context of price, though, too. Because yeah. if, you, if you would have spent $5.99— No, I wouldn't like, care. Right, this is I bad because it's five ninety nine. You know that uh, SpaghettiOs you bring in? Yeah. It yeah, yeah, yeah. better. Would have been better than this. Well, the they spaghettios that I bring in are delicious. They, yeah, exactly. They're All fantastic. Right. Let's talk about some do girls' wanna, hockey Do you want to talk hockey? Yeah, I do. Okay, after seven and a half minutes. Yes. Uh, well, you and I took kind of a, a non-traditional route during the state tournament. Um, I think in our last broadcast, we had yet to be declined our credentials. So do we want to make an official statement on the podcast? Oh, that we were being denied? Declined? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I spent... Some time on the phone the day that the list went up with the state yep. high school league pleading our case. And uh, to be totally honest, had a very pleasant back and forth with the gatekeepers at the state high school league. Um, it was a little disheartening to open up the list of approved outlets and seeing no less than 18 members of the Pioneer Press. And who just, I don't, and, yeah. But I'm looking at those names, and Dane Mizutani is a great writer. I think he does the wild beat for the Pioneer Press. Why does Dane Mizutani need a, credential. a press credential for the girls' high school tournament? He would, do, he, he would do a great job. I like Dane. I, yeah, I mean, but I've he never, never showed up. I don't think he was ever. It was like you're giving out credentials to people that have absolutely no time or no interest in showing up. Or intent. But God forbid that somebody 
who's been to you know however many games can't get in. But let's not. Go I, there. I'm not. I'm not crying into into spilled milk. No, um, I'm not either. On it, it was kind of refreshing because covering those games in the way that they're traditionally covered is frankly exhausting. Like I could not imagine being Dave LeVake and trying to write four gamers uh, a day. Cause then you do the whole waiting after the game and then you get a grumpy coach from the losing team at the press conference. Yep. And then you try to get one answer out of them. And you're the yep. only one asking questions because everybody else is too afraid to talk to the losing coach. So right. the star tribune guys are usually the sacrificial lamb when it yep. comes to talking to losing coaches, which can be a drain. Right. After four games a day. Okay. What else you got? Was that diplomatic enough? That was diplomatic. That was just <laughs> fine. I actually, uh, quite frankly, kind of enjoyed doing the studio version of our state tournament coverage. It was something different. Yeah. Something different. I thought our little two-minute little pieces were well-received. I got a lot of text messages thanking us for, oh, uh, despite our situation, making the best of a bad situation. We'll do the same thing for the... Uh, Boys tournament where we made little legal clips of their, of with, their with credit given, credit to given, the source, all, all that. that. We did our we did our thing, and I think we'll do the same for the boys tournament. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be good. It's it's just something different. Yeah, I'm something proud different. of the work that you did uh, with the interviews. We got all the kids interviewed. Uh, come yep. hook or crook. We got all sixteen. I just of had them. really enjoyed the four or five that I did. I I. Yeah. And I did many of them. I was behind the camera, so when you were interviewing Sammy Bowlby and those guys, it was it was really fun. It was really oh, yeah. cool. It was uh, at lunch uh, yesterday uh, in Edina, and I was greeted by Sammy Bowlby's mom and Scott Bowlby's wife. The two sister in laws got together for lunch at the same restaurant I was at. Oh, that's nice. She that came they up like to me. She goes, other. she goes, Tony, and I'm like, yes, and I have no idea who she is. She goes, I'm Sammy Bowlby's mom, and. Talk to her because it was wonderful all the coverage you guys did and it was amazing. Aww. We love what you guys have done. And then uh, Scott's wife says, "Yeah, it's amazing how well you guys do with your coverage <laughs> on the girls' well, side." That's uh, that's very kind to say. We've yeah, got, we also got a compliment from Bo Marchwick, who is the the master of elite prospects. And uh, when I was looking for an all state list, he was the first person I asked because he's the king of yes. lists. Yes, he also had some kind words. So thanks to everyone who said thank you. Yeah, over the appreciate years. it. It's, it's nice we, to hear. We really it helps do appreciate you, uh, it. Helps you. Keeps us pressing. Yeah. Something it does. Like that. It really does. <laughs> uh, championship games, uh, No, the number one seeds come out on top in both Class A and Class 2A. I will say I was a little worried about Warroad going into the championship game. Proctor Hermantown just looked at least to me, so good in their quarterfinal and their semifinal. And they found this Jane Ekstrom who was pulled up in January, a freshman forward, who had six points and six postseason Didn't make games. the all-tournament team. Did not, I was I a was little like, surprised she didn't make the all-tournament team. Did they not watch? A little surprised she didn't make the all-tournament I'm team. I'm not ripping any of the other selections, but that no, was the one. Just, it was like she just kept scoring. and just She, she factored into so many goals. So I know. Um, I think I tweeted that during the game. I said Did if you? there was a postseason player of the year award, it might be Jane might, It might be, yeah. Um, but Warroad took care of business, and they just Did kept they piling ever. on and piling on. And cool to see a senior, one of the few seniors on the Warroad roster, Maddie Laverne, playing a She's such a pivotal good kid. role. I mean, she is she is just the – if you were going to make a blueprint of a two-way forward yeah. in girls' hockey, it would be Maddie Laverne. 
she had a great year. She had a great career for the Warriors. I've gotten to know their family quite well, and I uh, just couldn't be happier for how her career ended on such a high note. Yeah, that, I mean, that was that was, that was was really cool to see. Uh, Class 2A Andover over Minnetonka. That was a bananas game. There was a lot of noise in that building, and another senior comes through, Sarah Kaiser, scoring the game winner <laughs> for Andover. You hear about the freshman, the freshman, the freshman, the freshman, and it's a Oh, senior. come on. Don't, those freshmen didn't get any love this whole year, and they just sprung in the section final, and they sprung in the state tournament. You mean tournament. the freshmen didn't get any love all year? From Minnetonka? Oh, no, I'm talking about the Andover freshman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Andover, yes. oh, correct, the Andover correct. freshman. Yeah, the Andover out, freshman. And it turns out yep. to be a senior who plays. Yeah, absolutely. Pivotal the biggest, role. The biggest role. But I thought the Minnetonka freshman really, in the last three or four games, really grew up. You know? What? Well, Senya Leeper, where did you come from? I know, I know. What the heck? It's so cool. And so all of cool. us, all of a sudden, she's she could have been on the all-tournament team. For sure too. she could have. I mean, if we're... She scored the biggest goal in the tournament. If we're counting daisies here, she for, could for have been Minnetonka on the wise team. she scored the biggest goal for Minnetonka. Yeah. Uh, how about that Sarah Kaiser goal? Where were you when the puck crossed the blue line? I was on that side of the ice. You, so you didn't see it? Did it hit? No, I saw were, it. Oh, you did see it? I saw it. I saw her pick up the puck, and honestly, I thought it was going to be offsides because she was just so wide open. I thought that there had to have been some sort of... yeah. But it wasn't on the line. But it she wasn't. wasn't. They just both Minnetonka D happened to be too close to the puck, and it squirted through, and she walked in and buried it. Oh, she made a great he, play. But that puck was one, maybe two inches past the blue line, and she snuck in and grabbed it. Yeah, I mean, it just was pounced. so close. It was so close to being offsides, but it was not offsides. Yeah. That's just that's a veteran presence who's. There was Spent another so call, the wasn't there? Oh, it was the it was the um, the the leaper goal uh, that there was a whistle or maybe not a whistle on the game winning goal by mm. Minnetonka, and yeah. I would have I would have paid a lot of money to be on the glass hearing what Sammy Reber was saying to the officials during that exchange. Oh, during that semi, yeah, because it was a really because that I think that made it two zero, correct? That made it two zero, and Edina then made it two to one after that buffering. Um, but the, Sammy's complaint would be, "You blew the whistle. You bled, do it, bled, blew it yeah. dead before it went in the net." But if you watch it, Leaper's shot on one motion, not a not a rebound, on one motion hit the skate of Uma and went in the net. That's a good goal. Yep. No matter when the whistle blows or not, that is a good goal. That thing went in in one motion. I don't. I don't even know what the rule is. I don't know either. Exactly. See, I would. I would assume that anything it after sounded the, like the whistle may have blown as the puck hit Uma, or at least it was close enough to yeah. swing it to the one goal way or the other. Side. But, but she's got a legitimate complaint. But I couldn't. Oh hear yeah. It. She, yeah. She. Had to, a legit I don't complaint. know what the rule is, but for me, anything after the whistle doesn't matter. Once Correct. the whistle goes, play stops. So I think what was happening, she was sweeping it towards the net, and as it, as it got. We'll call it swallowed by Uma's body pad skate that leg pad area, right? Yeah. They blew the whistle, but you know, a half a second after they realized that thing blew the whistle, um, it went in the net. Who called you? I I don't know. You know, know. telemarketers. Yeah. Um, Tori Anderson scoring that goal midway through the third. Wasn't that cool? Another freshman. Honestly, thought he Dino was going to complete the comeback. 
it I did just, too, for in the, sure. It just you could felt just feel like it, right? it was coming. Yeah. It just felt like it was coming. But yeah. uh, kudos to Tonka holding off. And I think one of the best stories of the tournament is Sophia Johnson. Um, you know, it's well documented. She played behind Bryn Dulac all those years and never yep. saw the ice. Rarely she saw the ice. Now she gets her chance. She's got these two, you know, national camp goaltenders sitting behind them, yep. sitting behind her, just waiting to pounce her spot. And all she did was win. All she did was beat Dinah when it mattered. And they interview her after the game, and she says some of the best words you'll ever hear. It just took patience. And I knew that I was in the right spot, doing the right place in the right time. And today I can't even believe I'm sitting here, and this is you're interviewing me right now, to Julie Friend. I teared up. It was so <laughs> neat. I just loved her. I just like, what a great answer. You got what a great answer. And yeah. she stuck around and she ended up in the state championship game. I mean, what else could what one goal could you game? Want? She she got her shot and she took advantage. She won twenty one yeah. games this year. She had a goals against, a one seven four, a nine fifteen save percentage, what a, six shutouts. She might have played herself into a spot somewhere. For sure she did. I mean, we'll see what I don't For know sure if she's she committed anywhere. I doubt it. D one or D three. How do you commit someone who doesn't play a game of high school hockey? I don't know. How do you have three national camp players on your junior varsity? I don't know. That's another question to ask. We'll, we'll get to that later, won't we? Yeah. Uh, anything else on the class 2A? Um, not really. No? Okay. Not really. I mean, it was fantastic. That was probably one of the best games. It was a great game. You said it in your post-game skate. It's one of the best games ever. But, you know, you you, you got to compare this to the last two state title games, right? Think about those. Mm-hmm. You had a one-goal game with Edina and – and 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 over the last two years, which were both super exciting games as well. Yeah, um, this one didn't feel like there was as many people as the Andover Edina game two years ago. No, I don't think there was. You were at both games, um, but it sure had as much drama going back and forth. The worst part is I'm watching here in the office and Carter Sieben, our U of M intern is giggling. Cause he's 30 seconds ahead of me on every one of these deals. So I'm watching yeah. him and he's like, <laughs> Minnetonka is going to score. I'm like, don't tell me that, you know? And, <laughs> and then he, he literally is. So it's four, four, right? Or four, four, three, three. What was the final? It was four, 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 it was four, five, four, four was the final four, four. And all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> he starts giggling. And I'm like, I think maybe he's going to give me a boys semifinal score. Yeah. He goes, Andover is going to score. And Andover boys were already done by this point. And I'm like, girls? He goes, girls. I'm like, no way. And then sure enough, 10 seconds later, Sarah Carter marches in and stuffs it. And what a beautiful goal too. Oh yeah. I mean, she buried it. That was awesome. That That was awesome. Um, Student sections both showed up in Moss, on Moss, whatever, however you say that. And Moss. Um, Yeah, I I thought there might have been a uh, gross chant from the Andover students at one point. There might have been. uh, I couldn't make out what they were saying. Let's hope they didn't. Let's put it that way. Um, I did end up sitting just a few seats away from... The drum roll? Peyton Hemp. No way! Yep. What a small, small world! Yeah, we, we happen to be sitting in the same like cornered section. She was one row. Who is she cheering for? <laughs> I, have, I I snuck a couple of glances just to I see. Would, what I would have walked she, right over to her. Who are you cheering for? She girl? remains 
stone face the really? entire time. She, I think she was watching it with a former Andover teammate because I saw the girl sitting next to her clapping during the Andover <laughs> player introductions. And yeah. Pay- Peyton uh, let go of no emotion. Uh, during, good for her. During that game. She is one of five, four committed girls to our U of M now prospects combine. Oh, fun. Um, so we have uh, two, another Miss Hockey winner, uh, Taylor Heisey, um, Peyton Hemp, Abigail, Abigail Barine, and Katie Skaya. Is that how you pronounce it? Skaya? I think, Skaya. I think Skaya. it's Skaya. Uh, those four have confirmed with Coach Darwitz to be working our camp with the top seventh graders in the state. Uh, so, and that list of seventh graders, you... You could listen to this show and learn about a few of them this year. Let's put it that way. Mm. We got uh, J.C. Chatlin and and uh, Grace Lager from Central. Saw both of them during the section finals. finals. Yeah, they're both coming to the camp. So I'd like to go from the section good. final <laughs> to a twelve A camp. Yeah, to a, a camp where you're setting up orange cones and you're saying go around this one, then go around this one and shoot. Yeah, but I think they'll be able to do that. I think they're going to really enjoy what our now prospects combine brings to the table. I mean, I hope so. Uh, at least from our perspective, I think we put on a heck of a show for yeah. the kids to st- at the camp. Well, maybe during that camp, we can ask Peyton who she was cheering for. I think we will. I, I think game. I might ask her in the first thirty <laughs> seconds I see her. But I'm guessing between now and then, Kate, uh, Peyton will probably be working one of our penalty boxes for us because she seems to always find yeah. her way in there. No, we pay better than anybody else in the state. So if you want to come work in a penalty box, let us know. Uh, moving on to next season, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you and I were going back and forth on which teams to keep an eye on. And Andover, Minnetonka, Edina, throw in Gentry Academy, throw in Maple Grove, throw in Hill Murray, throw in Stillwater. It's just... It's you know, the usual suspects. It is the usual suspects, and we were talking a bit before the show uh, about you know who who at the fifteen, you know, the Bantam level, who's at the fifteen level, has an emerging set of talent. Yeah, Edina Green, Minnetonka Black, but there is one in there, and I want to just kind of I want to make sure this makes the show, okay. and that's Rosemount has done really really well. They're fifteen A's and they're fifteen B's, so they have a lot of depth in that eighth and ninth grade area at Rosemount which bodes well for them in an area of the state, which is very, very winnable right now. Sections 1 and Section 3, South Suburban, is for the taking. If you see what happened to Lakeville South this year, they couldn't beat a Northfield team in a section final. That tells you you how weak it is, and they lose two D1 players off of a roster. I think Lakeville is in trouble. Burnsville is in trouble. But I'm hearing that Burnsville and Apple Valley might possibly co-op next year which makes that a really interesting team it makes it interesting but i don't it might be a year too late oh big time it might be you know good apple valley burns would have been this year if you would have combined him this year that team would have been like top four yeah possible semi-final you remember it was like four or five years ago and kendra distad and uh all those guys were on the same 12a team and how good uh, Burns Apple Valley Burnsville was. Oh yeah, that's what it would have looked like. Oh Oof, yeah, that was a good team. That that was a good team. So it might be a year too not, late. I mean, not a year too late in terms of becoming more competitive, but a year too late if you were expecting a cakewalk to the three double A title. Correct. And a spot at the state tournament. Yep. But uh, Andover 
loses four seniors, three skaters, and a second-string goaltender uh, in the Champions of Class A. Warroth lose three seniors. <laughs> uh, they, but but and what Warroth, is Metallica Lee? It loses like three, maybe two, two, two. No, three. Alvarez, Alvarez, jo- LaRoche, and Johnson. Johnson. That's it. Alvarez, Welcome LaRoche, to Minnetonka. We didn't lose anybody. We didn't lose anybody. It's, a, it's like a convoy. There's there's I don't no want to get past. I don't want to get political today. It's about, not that kind I don't of convoy. Talk about convoys. It's a roadblock. You can't get past it. <laughs> it well, it's gonna be. They like lost that. in the last minute of the state final, and they lost two skaters. Yeah, and can I? What hey, what's Ellen Nyweiler gonna do? What's what's Kaya Sander gonna do? What's Allie Ryan gonna do? What's what what's Martin gonna do? These are four eighth graders from Minnetonka that won't have spots as ninth graders, and they're legit national camp stars, and they aren't oh, yeah. having where to go. Uh, it makes you wonder if, if Benilde or Holy Family or one of those guys is going to make a run at some of these top-end players. Well, and you could also make a case for which one of those players is going to make a run at a Holy Family or a Benilde. Right. I mean, it, if you look at the number of players on the varsity that are already or, established – Look at the JV. Addie Morris is a great player. <laughs> Sloan Tia is a national camper. Yeah. Ella Pasqua, Claire Christofferson. And those are just the freshmen on JV. Jaden Lindemann is a good player. She's a junior on the junior varsity. Yeah. So, there, I mean, there are players on the JV that could be blocking these incoming freshmen. Right. There are players on the varsity that could be blocking these incoming freshmen. So right. if you are one of those players and you don't feel like sitting until you're a sophomore or a junior, you might be looking for another program. Well, it's a little trickier doing that. Uh, one uh, smarter man than myself said once they made the JV uh, and they saw they didn't have a future at Minnetonka, it would have been best to transfer then and then on the first day of the season and then you could start the season on the second day the following year because once you announce your intent to transfer you can do that oh yeah it could have done that earlier but you know look at ruby rauk i mean she made the jv too and that didn't hurt Uh. her she went i'm ruby rauk get out of my way i'm better than you and the coach cassano couldn't do anything about it she just just had to play her. She, play, look how good she, she played is. her way into the Yeah, top she just six. played her way there. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you're a ninth grader here or whatever. You know, like, you're going to not play. And what? sure enough, so they, bring they got back, her time. They, they bring back their top six forwards? And three yeah, of the top bring four. Bring back every deep. forward. Alvarez is the Alvarez only one. Alvarez is the only forward. And she was just a penalty killer. You know, she's pr- probably a third, fourth liner. Yeah. So they the, bring back it all. Bring it all back. One of, one of the unknowns I would throw out is you do lose two locker room leaders in Alvarez yes. and LaRoche. So yep. we'll see who steps up and can help manage some of those egos. So right. all the girls that we talked to when they came in to do their 15 questions in 60 seconds, uh, some of the older ones, Vivian Jungles, Olivia LaRoche, um, I think Sammy Bowlby mentioned this too, um, trying to keep the team whole. Right. And eliminating the little clicks that can pop up within a team. So who's going to step up and take on that leadership role for Minnetonka? It's very important in, because I've coached girls hockey, it's really important. And and in some ways, it's way easier to build a bond with young women, I think, than it is young, young men. However, it's also, once it gets off the rails, it can get off the rails a lot quicker than it can with young men. That's my take from coaching both sides. Mm-hmm. 
because I've seen it come off the rails with young women. It's tough to get it back together. Yeah. But if you do it right, if you get the right formula, you can build a really tight team. And it has to do with the leadership. Sorry, I'm just looking at the Minnetonka varsity roster and just making sure that no. There are no other seniors that there, are there gone. Are no, there are no <laughs> spots. There are no spots in the end. You're going to have to stay in the manger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry to say it. This is gross. I know. Why? I know. I know. All right. Know. So anybody listening to this, don't get Too. don't get excited about fresh faces. Yes, there won't be. Don't any. get excited. There won't be. Uh, but you know what? After next year with the burger, the brown gettles, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, Lindsay, you know, and you know the the junior class right now, and that class is gone. There's going to be. It's going to be wide open for the taking. There's going to be a lot of No, it won't. Yes, it no, will. No, it won't because Andover will replace their I, top line with They'll Hannah still be Olsen. only juniors. They'll only be juniors then. They'll replace them. I know they will. No, I'm not saying they're not going to be replaced. But like, there's Olsen, a lot Hannah of Christians. I'm just saying this year's senior class, no rip on this year's senior class, is not as deep as next year's senior class. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't think that's a rip. I, mean, look I think at, that's just factual. Look at Ava Lindsay and Berger and, and Brown. I mean, there's just some superstars. Ja- you Gazdek. forgot uh, Sedura. Yeah, Sedura, Gazdick, Janessa. Sajovic. Sajovic is a junior. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good class, really good class. Yeah. I'm not saying the sophomore class with uh, Josie St. Martin and Hannah Halverson, those guys, not saying it's not that good. I'm just saying – it's a really deep class. What next birth year. year is this? Which one? The junior class. The junior class would be 05s and late 04s. 05s and late 04s. So like 04s. Avar and. Um, no, Avar's a sophomore. She's a sophomore. She? Yeah, yeah. She's at 05. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a really good class. Really good class. Very good. Uh, we should also mention Gentry Academy. They bring back. Almost, everybody. Almost everybody. Pretty much everybody. <laughs> yep. yep. I, think they, I think they might lose. A defender. I'm not sure. I just I know that Janessa, Gazdick. Uh, Gazdick, Gazdick, Sajovic, oh, Hanrahan, Hanrahan. They're all back. I like that group. That's yeah. a really good group. Uh, moving on to class A. Warroad, we already mentioned, only loses three seniors. They do lose their starting goaltender. And Maddie Laverne, who we've already dropped several praises upon. Yep. But Orono brings back a ton. They do lose Isla Ricecamp and Kaylee Nickham. Kaylee's come and gone, Kaylee. yeah. Yep. But they'll get Grace Bickett back from injury to yeah. massage some of that. Yep. Uh, Proctor Hermantown, I don't know who they lose. Well, Pajari, Pajari's gone. They do lose Pajari. Pajari's gone. And but I think Seeger's gone, too? No, she's a junior. She's a junior? Okay. She's a junior. Uh, Simley she's been bring, there for so long that it seems like I know. she's been there, right? Uh, Simley brings back a ton. I'm sure Mount West Tonka bring. I kind of lost track of Mount West Tonka. Yeah. Once they dropped out of the top five, I just yeah. stopped paying attention. And I then, think uh, Holy, Holy Angels. Angels. I think Holy yeah. Angels will continue to add talent, and they'll yep. be there in the Class A um, story. Everything out of the top, everything outside of the top three in both classes. So if we draw a demarcation line at Andover, Tonka, Edina. Warroad, Orono, Proctor, Hermantown. Everything outside of that is going to be largely based on who transfers in or who transfers out. You know who impressed me? I don't know how they did in the Constellation, but Mankato East, they really had some nice little players. They bring back a ton, too. Well, they didn't have any seniors. (laughs) Yeah, they bring back everybody. They didn't have anybody. So I think that team might, I think they have that section They could go like 21-3 and next year type of year. If If I'm coaching Mankato East... 
Amber Prangy. Amber Prangy. I am going out and scheduling the most difficult, difficult schedule. Go 12 and possible. 10. Go 0 and 25. Go play 25 class 2A Then when you programs. show up as you can show up as the unseated team and you can knock off one of those big three. Well, then you're battle tested and, and ready to play. Like, I let, agree. Let your players know now I'm going to schedule the toughest schedule. I agree with I'm, that. I'm assuming Get out of the 507. Get I'm, out of the 507. I am assuming that the schedules are already set for next year. Some are. They have, obviously have conference commitments, which are going right. to gobble up but, 10, I mean, 12 you, spots. you got to make that non-conference schedule just just go north. We brutal. will have. Did you know we will have brutal. Mankato East and Mankato West girls on one of our Friday night programs next year? Oh, good. I'm not going to announce it, but we will. they will be in one of our broadcasts next year. And good. I'm very excited about that. It's like a raw-er version of Lakeville South, Lakeville North. Yes. Watching those two teams play. They will be on a neutral site. I will say that. War on ice. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have too much more. I did have a comment on the all state teams. Uh I don't get it. <laughs> I, I do I don't understand. There were some it. like how many made it? Like forty? I didn't even count how many. Yeah, it was made a lot. It. But right now I'm looking at the class two A all state honorable mention, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven defenders. So not even an even number of defenders. Right. And then six forwards. And can I ask where where are you pulling these numbers from? Can I just ask just one simple question? Who votes for this? I have no. One of the awards handed out because. Uh, I think we found an opening here from our awards perspective. I think we can pick it a lot better than whoever's voting this because it's just wrong. And some of these players are good players. Oh, yeah. And I'm not ripping on those players. But but I could find a few defensemen that are what, way better than some of the defensemen. The class, class A All-State team picked a total of five defenders for both All-State and honorable mention. So and there total? were seven double-A honorable mentions. Okay, uh, how many of those defenders were from not from Warroad or Hermantown, Proctor Hermantown? We got one Warroad. One? Two, two Warroads. Two Warroad. Let me guess, Comstock and Shamanick yep. or... Linquist. Nope, it's Comer. It's okay. Comstock and Shamernick. All, right. All right, who else? And then uh, rounding out the five defenders between two All-State teams, um, Allie Plyman. Ooh, she's really good from, from Orno. Orno and Emily Wendorf from Mount West Tonka. Okay. Those are on the I honorable mention list. And Lily Ramirez, who for sure that's a consensus. Yeah, all for sure. Pick. But aside from the players. I just, like, the numbers don't make sense. Why no. wouldn't you pick, for the All-State team, 9 or 12 forwards, mm-hmm. 4 or 6D, 2 or 3 goalies yep. for both All-State and Honorable Mention? Why is it 7 defenders, 6 forwards, 3 goalies? It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it does not make any sense. Maybe it's a Senior Goalie of the Year situation where so many players got so many votes. Yeah, and they just had they to. They were tied. but. Yep. In my humble, non-picking opinion, you make some decisions and you keep it right. to your set number. That was, that was my one mild gripe about the end of the season awards. Okay, other, I, other I have that, one I got, gripe. Can I get one? Okay, yeah. one gripe about these in the season awards. Who cares about the section two 
a assistant coach of the year. I'll tell you who cares about that. <laughs> I'll tell you who cares the about silliest that. Silliest thing do ever. You, do you know who cares about that? Who? That whoever, winner? whoever won Win. the Section 2A <laughs> assistant coach of the year. I didn't see any of those. I'm sorry. I see these tweets. I'm like, I am not liking that. I'm not retweeting that. Like, okay, so eight coaches get in the room and, like, you get it this year. You get the plaque. I'm like, Assistant Coach of the Year, Section Coach of the Year. I've seen these for years and never said anything. It's time I stand up and go, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, it's a nice uh, nice reminder, though. The Class 2A Coach of the Year is Tim Morris from Lakeville South. Okay. The Class A Coach of the Year, Sean Fish from Orono. The Class 2A Assistant Coach of the Year is Bob Sherry from Burnsville. <laughs> and the Class A Assistant Coach of the Year is Jim Kurtz from Mount West. But they have them. But they, they have them for every section at these awards. Like, yeah. No, I'm just ra- I'm rounding out the awards. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody gets a medal. And Claire Goldsmith from Mount Wasonka won the Bruno okay. Stankowski Award. Coach of the Year. Let's you and I pick our Coach of the Year. Who won it for? I like Sean Fish as a choice, but who's Coach of the Year um, for for 2AA? You said Lakeville Tim South? Tim Morris, Lakeville South. Hmm. Okay. It wouldn't be my choice. Yeah. Okay, who would be your choice? I'd have to think about that one. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I would go... Go ahead. Can, can it go... Are we going through the end oh, of the I, regular... Never, never mind, reg, I have an idea. Regular never season? Mind. I know who it is. Regular who it season, or does it have to go all the way to the finish? I don't know when they vote. I don't know, but let's just say... I would, I would say... You just set the parameter, and I'll give you my choice. I'm going to say regular season, because regular the coaches season. that get out of the... The coaches that make the state tournament have... It's kind of like when the NFL picks its MVP before the Super right. Bowl. So I'm going to base mine on got the most out of the least. Yep. What's the name of the coach for Rodgers? That's the co- my coach of the year. Uh, Octokirk, Emily. That's my coach of the year for double A. Okay? That's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. My coach of the year for single A is the man or woman. It's a man who coaches Simley. That's the coach of the year. Right oh, there. Oh, that's done. Um, I know there's a Woog on that bench. It's I don't not, know if he's the head. It's not. He's, not he's the head an assistant, coach. though. No, it's it's a it's a it's a. I know because of Jacob Myers, he knows the assistant. He knows the head coach there, and it was he's used a male's name in the okay. in the context. Those are my coaches of the year for regular for a regular season. For I mean, literally, Melissa Volk should never get this award, and, and I think she's a fine <laughs> hockey coach. Don't Jeez. get me wrong. Neither should Tracy oh, Cassano. Oh. These are they are sitting in the cabbage patch and, and literally they're just picking the best food out of the cabbage patch. This is easy. If there was Give me a coach who has to actually develop a lower base and there's the talent de- base. Hold on. There's develop. You're telling me that's like saying Nick Saban doesn't develop players. You can Nick get, Saban you recruits can get, his players. Disagree. You can get raw talent, but raw talent still has to be coached up. Melissa Volk just took a team undefeated this year. Fine. Seven freshmen. Can I tell you about those seven freshmen? Have I told yeah, you about them? They're good. They lost like seven times in their lives. It's still they didn't lose. It's still a jump they from still 15. Didn't lose. It's still a jump. They didn't from lose 15. last year. It's still lost a, once it's, as twelve A's. It's still they a, don't lose. It's still they a jump from one game. It's still a jump from fifteens. I turned off your mic. My mic. No, they lost one game in regionals two, three years ago. It's still they're not a, losers. That group of seniors. A group of juniors is unbelievable. Yeah, 
and you could have coached that team. No, not co- I, not I, coach I could not have coached not that coach team. Of the I am undefeated. This as head black coach, dry erase expo could have coached that team. No, it couldn't. Yes, nope. nope. And I'm not saying nope. Melissa Folk is a bad coach. I'm disagreeing with I'm you. I'm just saying, show me, show me, you did something with less talent to make I, them better. I do agree with your philosophy of doing the most with the least, but I'm not going to discount. What Simley. Tracy Cassano and what Melissa Volk mean? I'm to those not programs. either. I was the one who's saying I clap for <laughs> for uh, Keps and Cassano because I think they do a wonderful job. It's not hard to coach those teams. Simley is a hard job. Okay, Simley's a hard. That's job. a hard. Job. That's a hard job. Sean Fish deserving of that. That's not an easy job. His four year plan. His four year four year plan came pretty darn close. You know? uh, if I had to throw a double A coach's hat in the ring, Ryan Kraft. Yes, More another head. one. They Absolutely. won twenty games this I know. year. They I went know. two and twenty-three. Like I like three that. years ago. I like that one uh, okay. for Class A. If I had to pick one, so I went Rogers. Oh, I wish I knew the names of these coaches. Off Emily, top of my head. I will do a better job next year knowing every coach's name in the state. We'll do a test before the year. Yeah, before the season starts, I will have all the coaches. I will know them all. I don't know if I want to know. I feel embarrassed that I don't know. I know almost the almost all the boys. I'll have it down. I'll have the girls down by next year. <sighs> It's important. I don't, I don't think I'll have the all the girl coaches down. I'll have the top the female 20. coaches. Sorry, you, you can quiz me there. next year. Grown, top twenty coaches, grown, both levels. Um, right. I think the class A coach, whoever coaches New Ulm. Uh, very good job. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. Met him at the uh, section final. Uh, he was just huffing and puffing, <laughs> so nervous, <laughs> so nervous. Turns out, periods. it turns out he was nervous for a good reason. Yeah. Oh, whoever coaches, um, gosh dang it, uh, Who? visitation. That's a good. That they're doing a good job too. All right. I don't think we, I. I have zero other. Moving on, coach of the year. Are we moving to another topic? Uh, I don't have any more topics. I no was, was going to shout who's, out our sponsor and say thanks. Who's going to be uh, number one next year to start the season? Andover. Who's if it's not one? Andover, that's stupid. If it's not Andover, and if it's not Andover, it's stupid. Okay, who's going to be a surprise next year in Double A? A surprise in Double A. Yeah, give me somebody who will be a surprise next year in Double A. Would Northfield count as a surprise? They were in the state tournament. No. Fine, Alexandria. Ooh, that's a good choice. I think it's a really I good think choice. All that talent is from really their really good man. The, the Ellingsons and those guys. Yeah, I think they're going to be good. I think uh, they'll be I good. I think Alexandria is going to be very good. Okay, I like that choice. Um, I don't see. I it's okay. hard. It's hard to call a team like Hill Murray a surprise, no, but I think they'll that. be very good next year. You can't. That's not fair. Um, I think that Centennial Spring Lake Park will be better next year. Really, I really do. Okay, so losing Megan Gaudreau, mm-hmm. you think I that think somehow makes I them mean, just better. when you have a goaltender like Caitlin Gross, I think you're going to be just always going to be in it, right? I really think that's the case. Okay, mm-hmm. and if I know my friend Sean Moline, he'll be bringing in stockpiling even more talent, uh, either at the development route or. In the lobby, you know. Okay. They're, well, they're going to. I think need that's how state tournaments are won. They're they, won in the lobby. You think that Minnetonka just happened overnight? No, that was one in the lobby. That thing is one in the lobby. And well, that's, that's how tournaments are won. It's one in July. Yeah, 
It's one in July yeah. when you coach one of these teams. Yep, that's how it works. We know how it works. Coaching the Minnesota Cup. And all <laughs> Next of, thing you know, all of a sudden, we should play together in the winter. All of a Boom. sudden, all the girls know who you are, and they really like you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Centennial I know. needs defenders, though. I got one for you. I got one. We talk about one and three a lot. I think here's two teams from sections one and three that could make a mark next year. Mm -hmm. I think these are both three. Rosemount's got a good 15A program, and they've done awesome this year. Yeah. I think they will be deep next year. I also think that Creighton-Durham Hall will start adding some players from the east side, and they will be better next year as well. They do lose Hannah Fritz mm -hmm. in the net. They do lose Hannah Fritz in the net. They do have some really nice young talent, though. They Abby do. Bros, very Alita good Ahern, player. Uh, Lauren Fisher, Josie Vance. Those are just the 2025s, but those yeah. are four quality players that should get better next year. I agree. Uh, I agree. They're going to need a goalie. Both of their goaltenders listed here are 2022s. Okay. So. I think that team will be better next year. So we have our, our double A's. How about single A? Can you come up with a single A sleeper next year? A single A sleeper. Oh gosh. I already said I like Mankato East. I think that's a nice young team. I know you like Mankato East. I think Albert Lee is going to be the <laughs> team in 1A again. Forever. Your yeah. leading score Forever. is a seventh Forever. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. A single A team. A single A team. River Lakes. No, they lose Keanu Roski. Yeah. They do keep Cadence Roski, but. Yep. I think they're going to be okay. I don't have an A team. Okay. I don't, don't. I don't have. Do maybe, one. maybe Crookston? Mm, it's a little early They're on stuck that. in the section with uh, with Waro, though. A little early on that one, I think. Mini Ha Ha United? No. No. What? No. Why not? I don't think so. This was their year. Lucy Bond, she's a senior, right? She had 91 points. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I think they lose their best player. I, I can't believe that they're going to just turn it around. No, maybe it's a question of young talent. Well, if you're going young know. talent, you're going to definitely rest your stuff on, on uh, Holy Angels. But they were like fourth ranked in the state, so that's not a sleeper. Moose Lake. God, we've been just I'm hanging been on, on, that, on we've Moose been on that Lake. Moose Lake train for two years, you and I have. <laughs> I, I, I want it to happen. Worse than anything. I think I'm going to be at Moose Lake on Friday. Well, for, throw, for a, throw a quarter or a penny in the wishing well. I will. And say, say I a will. prayer for Moose Lake. I will. What a fun year. What a, what a fun year. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, the Red and Black Leagues, led by South St. Paul's Dave Palmquist. You won't find a better coach or a more veteran presence behind the bench than, than Dave. Uh, it's a great league to keep your skates sharp without giving up your entire summer to the rink. You can um, play in some fun games play uh, with some fun kids. Your son played in the Red and Black League and had awesome. a good experience. So, awesome experience, yeah. Uh, from a parent's perspective, it's nice. You can still schedule some cabin time or some vacation time and not worry about disappointing your off-season overlords. Yep, get 20 games in the spring and in one version of the league and 20 games in the fall and another version. Sounds perfect. Uh, thank you from Tony and I and from the whole Her Ice and YHH family listeners for coming along on this ride with us. I meant everything I said during my post-game skate where I'm legitimately sad to see the girls' high school season end. It has been a fabulous, fabulous season. Thanks for letting us be a part of it. Good? All right, signing off for this season. Tony Scott, Peter Adney, thank you for listening. Goodbye. 
Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bouncing my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool